This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about this is a place. Welcome to this week's episode of This Is A Place Podcast. My name is Nate, and with me is Brandon, who wanted to start off this episode with a milk joke, but didn't, because... It was too cheesy. We don't, you haven't put the butt ching in there for a while. <laughs> Look, I've been a little lazy, okay? All right. As you know, I bought a new microphone today, so we have the same microphone when we, we, we record remotely right Mm -hmm. but i had a non or uh what would you call it i had a millennial a millennial that i bought this from and if it weren't for google i would not have understood his text to me why would you say i said hey does it work okay and he wrote back yeah if it doesn't just hmu oh mate Hit me up. Come on. Okay. I did not know that. So I had to Google it. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but the good news is I went and asked my wife, what does HMU mean? She didn't know either. So She's therefore, not a millennial. We're not millennials. So I obviously brought my microphone from a millennial. Well, you are not in good company today because I myself am a millennial. And we have a guest that's also a millennial. So you're kind of kind of the odd one out in this. Odd man out. Odd man out. That's okay. I got my phone right here and I'm on Google. So if you guys say any words or phrases, I can just Google it really quick and pretend like I knew what you were saying. All right. Fair enough. And then you can LMFAO along with us. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good question. Do you do the LOL or the haha? I say LOL to you all the time. That's true. You should already know this. All right. Well, let's ask our guest. What she does. Do you want to introduce who we have? Yes. Today we have Jessica Kuhn, who's on the episode with us. My cousin, keeping the family for this episode. Um, Jessica, what is your favorite millennial acronym? I think a classic LOL, you know, can get you good places. But also, I like the SMH. You guys know what that is? Yeah. Yeah. My friend's wife thought it meant shma. <laughs> like, <"Nee." laughs> so every time I see it, I go shme. <laughs> I like that better than what it actually means. Yeah. I just think, you know, it's like the perfect way to convey disappointment. So that's why I like it. SMH. That's a good one. SMH. Shme. 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 But are you, yeah, I feel like. For a while, though, you couldn't use LOL anymore. Like, everybody did the ha or the ha-ha. I mix it up. I use both. Do you? Yeah. I just feel weird because if some people are like, oh, I walked down the street, ha, and then I did this, ha, and you're like, I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) It just, yeah. I think it's people your age that do that kind of stuff. Yeah. (laughs) It is what it is. I'm old school. LOL. SMH. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about yourself, Jessica, for our listeners. Okay. I am, um, I live here in the beautiful state of Utah. Right. I'm a fan of This Is a Place podcast because it, you know, gives a lot of nostalgia. It's fun to listen to. So 
I would be a fan even if Brandon wasn't my cousin. And I mean that. Stand by that. Um, Thank you. I work at Primary Children's Hospital. Um, I'm married. I have a little doggy named Coco. If this was not a podcast, you guys could all see how cute she is. But take my word for it. She's adorable. Well, we, we can but see it because we're doing the whole thing. me in a nutshell. Yeah. I mean, I just, for the listeners, oh, yeah. they can't see it. But That's true. Yeah, she is cute. Everyone can take take my word. She's cute, but a little rambunctious tonight. A little rambunctious tonight. A uh, little humpy. <laughs> and it may have something to do with the inbreeding. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so her, as you were just explaining, her father is her grandfather as well. That is correct. Yes. Yes. The generations get iffy. Yeah. But she turned out okay for the most part that we can tell. So. Well, today we brought you on because we want to talk about something that still has me SMH all the time when I think about how it's gone, Mm. to be honest with you. Mm. About Winder Dairy which is still around, uh, been rebranded as Winter Farms now, but it's not what it used to be. There's a lot that's changed about the company over the last couple of years because you grew up right next to it, basically. True. You worked there for a time as well. I did. So yeah, a dual connection uh, to the Winter Dairy. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, you know, like you said, it was it was the best. It's changed a lot because... I lived in the neighborhood right adjacent to it between like the cemetery. I didn't live in the cemetery, but, um, but yeah, we would like walk there all the time or like ride our bikes there and go get an ice cream cone in the summer. It was the best. It was so fun and a good little farmy store. And then, yeah, they had to go and mess that up cause they closed the store down. But then I did find myself working there in my later youth so yeah I have some history with the dairy so you didn't actually work in the store you went to the store a lot but ended up working closely after the store uh yes right I um yeah so the summer after I graduated high school I worked there because I knew I was going to be going away to college and I'm like what do I do for three months and they hired me and it was the summer like literally right after the store closed so Half the calls I got was just people asking why the store closed. <laughs> and we'll get to some of that a little bit later because we are excited to hear people's feelings on the store closing. Okay. But Nate, do you want to give us a rundown of what Winder Dairy is slash was? Well, it looks like it started in 1863. The Winder family built the first Winder farm on 2700 South and 300 East in Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. In 1880, the Winder business, known then as Winter Dairy, began delivering milk. So that's what I, when I think of Winter Dairy, that's what I think of, right? You have your little container out on your front porch and they would drop the milk off and then you would put your empty bottles in there and mm-hmm. they would take those away and give you a new bottle of milk, right? Utah's little own milkman, basically. All right. Um, but the, so this is interesting. Back in 1918, it would only cost 18 cents for a quart of milk. Now you don't really buy, wow. most people buy in a gallon now, right? Yeah. Yeah. And a gallon of milk, I think, is around 229 ish that I'm seeing everywhere. Still not a bad price. Still pretty reasonable. 
Um, let's see here. And it makes sense. They did horse deliveries at the beginning because of cars weren't <laughs> 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 around. But in, um, this is talking here about how they got a Model T truck in 1915 um, and didn't do the horse deliveries anymore. So in 1931, the farm moved from Salt Lake City to their present location or now the old location, right? 4,400 West and 4,100 South, right next to the cemetery that she's talking about. Yeah. Um, They're in West Valley. And then they started a bakery operation in 1958, which I think kind of spawned the store idea, right? So that's kind of a brief rundown of the history of how it started. Um, I always thought it was interesting when they, well, that for me growing up, it was always on 4100 South, but it's like literally sandwiched between that cemetery, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's right there. And it's also it's a tight fit. that that street. You go down the street to get to the Winter Winter Dairy Winter Lane Winter Lane that you have. I don't know how many homes are there. Ooh, four or five. Uh, homes. Probably five or, five or six. Yeah, five or six. Um, so that would be an interesting location to live. And one of the like the house. Do you happen to know anybody that used to live on that lane? I actually do. I have a friend who was mother is a winder and she lives on she spent like her whole childhood and her parents still live there in the house it's the very oh well, not the end house but the second to the end house okay. so and it's like, like right by where one the, of the, the store used to be ones. yeah there's the end the yeah, end house yep, right by like oh that street it looks like they had like a swimming pool in the backyard hmm. does that sound right to you they do and i've swam there Okay. Yes. It looked like an old there was school. Like some youth activity, uh-huh. and it's not heated, and the bottom is mossy and very questionable. So yeah, I do. Re- I actually swam there once, probably when I was like eleven or twelve. Yeah, it looks but, like a yeah. swimming pool that so. if you needed to do a film that was set back in the seventies, that nice. would be the pool to do. Right? Yeah. There you or go. Even the 60s, yeah. 70s. But the house or I think like you're talking the about. Set of like what lies beneath that's what that water <laughs> or something like, yeah yeah beneath. exactly but yeah <laughs> i think i know the house you're talking about the one the second to the one next to that yeah. just to that that has yes. like a little basketball court or something like that if i remember right but when you swam yes. in the pool were you swimming in water or milk chocolate milk chocolate. <laughs> well i was under the impression it would be milk that's why i went water. <laughs> and during the holidays she came with cookies milk. in hand <laughs> yeah i was ready <laughs> So was, and was that it, whole street just for the winders? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know that it's still, I think it, like originally it was like the winders and then maybe like their children, like obviously not the generation from 1880. I don't know when, when the winders started there, right. but I think now maybe there's like, it's like a little bit more like watered down. It's like maybe like a cousin or I don't know, different people have moved into the houses it's not like all original family as far as i know but hmm. still like somewhat related it's just a it's just a very unique area right there like i said being yeah. literally it's almost like they bought the center of the cemetery to <laughs> have their operation right? well they did because it used to just be like so the the lane goes down and it's only one side right because the houses on the lane face the cemetery 
And it used to just be that that where they faced was like the only part of the cemetery. But now more people are dying and they have to like around the whole back, like around the farm mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. up yeah. around the side. Now there's all graves. And it used to just be like open fields. I didn't know it was part of the cemetery. I thought maybe like, I don't know, part of the farm or something. But yeah, now there's totally people buried all around it. So you're like surrounded by Death. just cemetery on every side and farm. <laughs> <laughs> cemetery and farm. That's still cute though it's a cute little lane yeah it's not what it once was i went i remember as a kid driving down the lane and it was they decorate everything up for christmas someone would put a Mm -hmm. w on their house for winter and yes it used to be easy to go through and you'd kind of go over where the store is turn around make a u-turn and then come back out I tried to take my family down there this Christmas. And you can't turn around at all. No. Mm-mm. You have to turn around the well, driveway, right? Y- yeah. Because I almost I almost put us in a cemetery, okay? Trying to get out of there. <laughs> Was it night time? Yeah. Did you see like ghosts and stuff? No, like, I didn't get- see ghosts. <laughs> I, I, if I would have looked at the cemetery, I would have. But I wouldn't look at the cemetery because it was dark. But yeah, I tried backing think, up. And, is it gated off now too by the end, or is it just difficult to turn around? It's gated off. Yeah. Okay. Because okay, that's that rings a bell. Because I think once the store closed, they did that because me and my friends one summer, like it must have been the summer after I graduated high school, we had heard that you could go there and steal like giant rolls of saran wrap to like saran wrap someone's house or car. <laughs> So we like tried to go and steal it, but we were totally gated out. Like there was no way we could. And I don't know who gave us that information because it was crap. There was no saran wrap in sight, but that was the rumor. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, inaccessible now. So I would say for people, if you haven't like been there before, don't make a trip out to West Valley to go <laughs> see it. It's not, <laughs> it's not like something to go and like seek out if you're in the area. Sure. But now you can't go to the store and you can't really see like the old buildings. It's like me, you know, well, you should have yeah. told that to Nate. Cause he went today. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm wrong. Nate, what would you tell people? What would you tell the listeners? Um, did you go to the cemetery to take the pictures? Well, yeah. So I'm like, Oh, I want, I did what Brandon did. I'm like, Oh, how far down can I go? <laughs> Should have warned you. Um, then I had to do my turnaround in the in the driveway, but I just kind of drove around the cemetery, like Jessica was talking about it. Like, kind of, it just looks like the cemetery keeps expanding. Mm-hmm. So, from the back part of it, like what would be like the southeast part of it, you can see the store still, and you can, I mean, you can see all the buildings and stuff like that, but you can see the store. But it's just, yeah, it's not worth a long trip to go check check it out and Mm -hmm. you really just got to drive around the cemetery and be respectful to i wanted to get out of my car and go like peek over the fence at the store and see if i can get a good picture of it but there was a guy paying his respects to obviously a family member and i didn't Mm want to bug him so it's really cool i mean i be honest with you i've only really been or maybe like twice in my life so um I didn't go to Winterberry very often, which is interesting. My best friends in junior high, or I, I went to a middle school. It wasn't a junior high. It was a middle school. Um, so he moved from Florida to Utah because his dad got a job at Winterberry mm. at one of the one of the mm. office jobs there. So, um, so when I ever think of Winterberry, think of think of them. So, 
Yeah, I, the store was great. Uh, you mentioned ice cream, Jessica. What mm-hmm. other things do you remember about it? <clears throat> I remember they had, well, they still have the best chocolate milk. It's like pure cream. I don't think they water that crap milk. down at all. Yeah, yeah and then they're not the putting chocolate. that in the swimming pool. No. <laughs> so yeah, I love the milk. I remember in like junior high before we could drive, we would, me and my friends would walk there and one of my friends would always buy half and half <laughs> and she didn't know what it was, but she was like, this is like the best milk. It's so rich and creamy. It's like <laughs> and she, so creamy. So healthy too. Yeah. She would drink like a whole thing of half. Like a, but you like that. Like try pint. the heavy whipping cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, they had, and I think for a time that they like tried to kind of go with like health foods and stuff, like they would sell, I don't know, just like different like honeys and stuff like that. I don't know how successful that was because I don't remember it being there for a long time. But I think pretty much everyone came for, you know, the ice cream or the dairy mm. products, especially the milk. I Well, they just did like a flavor of the week. So every week it would change. And my favorite was root beer. And it like literally tasted like a root beer float because they would do a swirl or whatever. But yeah, they would like make unique flavors all through the summer. And every week you'd go, it'd be something different. I don't even think they did any repeats. Like it was always something new. So that was exciting and fun. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. I remember at Christmas time, they'd do like hot chocolate. And I want to say there were scones too. And Santa, yes. And Santa, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember going multiple times. And it was long lines there. They were pretty popular. Yeah. So all the more sad when it closed and couldn't go there anymore. Right. Well, and okay, so this brings me to part of my inside scoop. If this is why you guys had me on here. Yes. I remember when I worked there, like, you know, that summer that everyone's calling, like, why the heck did the store close? They're like, don't tell customers this. But so you guys know, they told us that the store hadn't been profitable in over 20 years. They like lost money on it every year, which shocked me because really? I was like, I feel like if they've owned that property since like 1880, obviously they don't have like a mortgage on it, I would hope. And then like, what are their costs like to run it? You know what I mean? So I, that was always surprising to me because I feel like, yeah, like you said, it was like packed every Christmas time for like scones and Santa. And then the store, I wouldn't say it was like busy, but I feel like they probably had like a slow, steady stream, you know, of people that came in for whatever that didn't want the delivery. They would come in to, to get milk or just come in to get a treat or whatever. But I don't know. Wow, Blew my I'm, mind. I mean, I have no insight into the industry but that that blows me away that for 20 years it wasn't profitable amazing that they kept it going as long as they did true thank you winders yes well i think they made money elsewhere right to offset the cost of the store yeah but at some point like if it's not working why keep going with it maybe they just really cared about the community and wanted to keep it up i don't know that yeah good on them if that was the case 
So is there any rumors that either you two know why they stopped doing the de- delivery stuff or why? Wait, have they was- stopped? Yeah, deliveries no no more. Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, I should have done some research before this. Well, yes, so I they could stopped- have predicted that however long I worked there, six or seven years ago. You it could was, have predicted that? Oh, for sure. I was like, how is this place still in business? No offense. But like <laughs> all the calls we got were like people trying to cancel their service because there was a time I feel like when it happened in my neighborhood. I don't know if it's just because I lived right there in West Valley, but we would have like door-to-door salesmen come and try to pitch us mm-hmm. for the delivery service, yeah. right? And I feel like a lot of people probably signed up during that time and then instantly regretted it. And they were like, oh crap, like now I'm like, stuck in here and so all the calls I feel like honestly more than half the calls I would get every day because they were mostly inbound it would be people trying to get out of their whatever contract they'd signed up for is it because and they lo- thought the the price was too high is that the biggest yes complaint? for sure and it was like I just I feel like the margin I don't know how much obviously their costs were but it had to be like they were the prices were high because I'm sure that's the only way they could make a profit by like you know, all their trucks and employees and gas and everything like that. And then the products, but the prices were like insane for like a quart of milk. Right. So there's what, four quarts in a gallon. I think a quart of milk was like almost $5 to have it delivered. Like it was pricey. So yeah, I, yeah, I wish them the best, but I feel like it was, they were like running it into the ground. It was kind of sad. Yeah, what they did, it was in July of 2019. So as grocery stores themselves have started to deliver more, Mm -hmm. they kind of saw, okay, it's time for us to just focus on delivering to the grocery stores and then they can work on delivering the product. That makes sense because Winter like Mm -hmm. expanded their uh, select, like what's the word? Like what they offer. The products, yeah. Yeah. So my kind of memory of like the whole... Door, not necessarily door-to-door salesman, but it seemed like every time you went to a grocery store, there was either a newspaper salesman there trying to pitch, you know, you sign up for the newspaper delivery, which are now kind of extinct too, right? Newspaper. Newspaper. It's, <laughs> we'll talk about this later. Or, or it was a window <laughs> guy, right? Trying to sell you a contract. I don't know what deliveries. that is. <laughs> newspaper. newspaper. <laughs> it was kind of like Facebook, but okay. <laughs> brought to your doorstep today. yeah I yeah that actually makes me sad I didn't know that they had fully I feel like they've been kind of like yeah like scaling back but I did not know that the delivery had ended which yeah that is sad because I feel like when I was working there yeah they had like a pretty good variety of like different grocery items that would come to your door which in theory is good but I feel like they didn't have the volume to make it make sense and so therefore the prices were really high and like I, I'm sure they did that because you can't like just to have milk delivered or dairy products isn't enough, right? Like, so yeah. that is too bad. And it's sad because that's where it all started was them delivering. Yeah, right. But, they were like the OGs before, you know, all these other delivery services out there. They were the Amazon before <laughs> Amazon came along. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, they, the the all winders, I'm, I'm sure they're doing fine. They're pretty prominent members of the, I guess Salt Lake community, they hold political offices and all that kind of stuff. So they're they're okay. Um, But good to know that at least the the brand's still around in some way. And if you want to 
get that really rich chocolate milk you can get it or uh the milk just the gallon at probably a more reasonable price than it would have been if you got it delivered so mm-hmm. they change that up but do they i'm still, glad, I'm I, glad I, that they've are still around I tend to believe if you like if you go to Harmons and you get you can get the old kind of glass container still right but don't you have to still bring it back uh I is that know. am i imagining never, things i've never bought one of those before i'm not sure <laughs> sounds a vintage fun yeah, yeah that does vintage. sound vintage yeah. let's go buy a glass bottle of milk glass bottle of milk. <laughs> and with the delivery service it used to, it's so cute it actually is sad because it's like such a dying breed i guess but yeah they would have glass bottles and every day when your delivery guy came with your milk you would leave out your old bottles and he would pick them up and they'd come back like so it's just kind of sad but you know things have to change things have to evolve i guess yeah the thing that i don't know i tried years ago to find this but my favorite thing from winter dairy was these cookies they had did you ever have their cookies their sugar cookies no, they had or, chocolate chip cookies. They had like macadamia nut ooh. cookies. So they had a vending machine at my junior high. Okay. Winder Dairy vending machine. Are you serious? They had milk. They <laughs> That's had cookies. That's actually a good idea. I feel like. And I spent all my lawn mowing money buying those dang cookies. They were huge and full of calories and so good. Like the best, the best cookies I've ever had. And so it was wow. just completely refrigerated. So the cookies would come out cold. What? a little hard so you had to hold on them into your pocket for a little bit to warm them up oh man <laughs> those cookies i stand those cookies so good well instead of the you know store, what that means do you know what that stan? means stan <laughs> say that again i stand those cookies no sorry hold uh-huh. on google. google i think that's more gen z though than millennial but well jessica you you've alluded to a little bit about your experience at the call center do you have any good stories from disgruntled customers calling oh, in boy. about the missing the store or wanting to delete oh, yeah. their service yes so lots of deleting the service lots of people why is the store gone um surprisingly a lot of people would call about sour milk <laughs> oh, man. and i think it was oh, like man. there was i don't know the logistics i'm sure got tricky but um yeah, people would call all the time about sour milk or a cracked milk bottle and then they'd have like a mess to clean up um those were pretty common I do remember in particular uh there was a woman I feel like the people who really enjoyed the service were like elderly rich people um because they didn't have to leave their house and they didn't care about money and so (laughs) there was this lady that would um just stand on her cell phone and we would get like little commissions if we could upsell someone right and so whenever she'd call and I would come through to me I'd be like heck yeah I know I can upsell a ton like anything I suggest she will add to her cart And so, um, she would like stand there and be like, okay, what do I want this week? And she'd like make her grocery list as she's talking. And then she had, I'm, I think dogs, I don't know. They were some kind of pets. They weren't humans, but she would be like, Frankie, what sounds good? Do you want, do you want carrots? Okay. Frankie wants some carrots put on two bags of carrots. Like she would like her pets would basically dictate her whole, uh, yeah, like what she wanted. (laughs) Was her last name yes. Doolittle? <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, yeah, I think it's Mrs. Doolittle. Um, she could yeah, also so be the girl like from. One. You guys don't know all dogs go to heaven. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little girl could talk to animals, oh, yeah. so maybe that yeah. was the little girl growing up. Her, now. all there grown up. 
Um, but yeah, so she was funny. And there was like a few, you know, there was like customers that we all kind of got to know just because there were regulars and there were people that like really enjoyed it. Um, and like, I will say, I'm not bagging on it because I feel like I've only said negative things about their service. It was a good service. And I, a lot of people would get it for their elderly parents. Like the kids would call in and order for their parents and then it would just show up. So like definitely some conveniences that weren't available as readily, like, you know, seven, eight years ago that were a good service to people, I think. Um, I do remember one call in particular. This is probably the first time I ever cried on a job. Um, now I'm a little more like calloused because this one phased me now. It's funny now. But um, I remember like you could, people could either place their orders online on their own or they could call in and we would like place it over the phone, right? So most people like did it online, but there was a few that would call in. But this lady calls like fuming, like, I woke up and I checked my box and it is overflowing with cheese sticks. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, good okay, thing? so, you know, right? Like, what's the problem? I don't understand. It sounds um, like paradise. You are welcome. <laughs> I'm like, let me look at your transaction history, whatever. I'm like, when did you place your last order? Online or over the phone? She's like, well, I did it online. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I see that. And I'm like, so I see you ordered, you know, 10 boxes of cheese sticks. And she's like, I don't need your sass right now. And she's like, I thought it was 10 cheese sticks. I thought I was ordering 10. And I'm like, but you didn't read that there's seven cheese sticks in each box. And she's like, ah! like, <laughs> like screaming at this point. And she's like, you bitch. She's like, get these cheese sticks off my porch. And I, I like a single tear probably just like came out of my eye. I'd never had anyone call me that before. And then I was like, ma'am, you've called me a mean name and I have the right to hang up. And then I did. Nice. Well, that's... But I was like, it was your fault. Like we can't, I'm well, not going to like comp you on a Jessica, bunch of the cheese customer's sticks. always right. So hold on. Like how much would seven cheese sticks cost? Like four bucks? 70, so, no, 70. So like. Oh, 70. 70 cheese Yes. Because there were 70 in a box. She had 700 cheese sticks. Point. When she said she's overflowing with cheese sticks, she was not kidding. <laughs> not kidding. <laughs> they don't even fit in the box then. But here's my question. She thought she was buying 10 for how much $300 (laughs) I know well that's what I said and I'm like it comes to a point maybe I don't know I can't relate to this but like maybe people just get to the point where money's not an object and I kind of got this vibe from her like she was just like whatever add to cart like it's it's fine and didn't think about like yeah like why is this costing me significantly more than it should but yeah so she had like 70 70 cheese sticks in her box that morning so (laughs) yeah that was a that was a fun one milk sour too oh gosh i hope i hung up before i could find out (laughs) before she could call me any other names i know i no one had ever been that mean to me i seriously cried and then i had to like take off my headset for a minute and be like okay okay i come back now and then i came back to the next call but everyone was nice except for that lady but yeah that still really sticks out in my mind yeah it's hard sometimes to when you especially being that young but being in customer service knowing that the person's not really mad at you they're mad at the situation and it's hard not to take it but if you stay in a job like that long enough you come to the point where nothing phases you right and you're just like yeah i don't care (laughs) if you're mad or 
Hence the stoic face. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, where um, was yeah. where was the call center located? So it was actually it was right there, like. I don't know what it once was, but um, where the store was, it was the building right across from that. And we were in the basement. So it was like a little dungeon I went into every day for eight hours. No windows. So how many just... employees would be on the phones with you or, or how um, many? So I'm, I was trying to think. Um, I think there was somewhere probably between 10 to 14 of us, which actually. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. And we Pretty stayed big busy. Team. Like I said, it was mostly like inbound calls. So we were like busy you know those salesmen that going door to door were doing their jobs or sitting in Harmons or whatever trying to sell people their their uh, <laughs> service we're doing a good job but the retention was where we were lacking so did you get a discount while you worked there at winter dairy or no but that way? this was a fun perk we would get every week we would get a little ticket for two milks not like big milks but like one little like a drinkable milk so yeah. you could get it in like whatever flavor you wanted. I think I remember they had like different, maybe even like orange milk or I don't remember, but I think they had different flavors or you could get like classic. I've seen or strawberry you could get, sure. Yeah, like a strawberry and then, or chocolate, or I'm sure if I wanted to, I could have gotten half and half for all time's <laughs> sake. But yeah, so that was a nice perk. Every week we'd get two, but I'm not really a milk drinker. So I would always end up like just bringing mine home and like letting my brother just drink it or something because- even, you know, I could have like a sip of the chocolate milk and then I was over it. But yeah, that was a fun perk. Um, that was probably the only perk <laughs> of working there. <laughs> besides, you got, you got two milks uh, like a week. Minimum wage. Yeah, two milks a week. So yeah, but it was overall, it was a great place to work. And the fact that they would hire me knowing I was only going to be there for three months was pretty awesome. So it was good. It was a good summer. Well, yeah, that's a maybe. high turnover job to begin with. So yeah, maybe they knew that that's true. the only amount of time you would last there anyway, <laughs> even if that wasn't your Regardless, set. people can only stay here for three months. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Hmm. Well, do you have any other phone calls you remember especially? Those were my, those are my, my big stories. Those are my only ones. I and people was there for a short time. Store. Yeah. Oh yeah. We, a lot of time spent like, and they just told us to say like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, we were happy. We could be there as long as we could. So like just over and over again all day, that's what I was saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Like we've had to close, but we're happy. We could be there for the community for, you know, all these years or whatever. Years so. No profitability. I know. I know. Seriously. Like it's shocking. So I guess, thank you, Winder, for staying open as long as you did. Right. I mean, at the same time, it's not really clear when you see the, it's the first time I drove by 41st South, you see the sign and then you see a cemetery and you're like, like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Is this where they buried the dead cows? Yeah. So I was like, was there a farm here? And they just left the sign for, or maybe that, maybe their corporate office was somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but, well, I was so that was going to be my question because me growing up right there next to it, Winter Dairy was like integral, right, to like just our neighborhood, our community, and everything. But like, I wonder in Utah, like generally, how well known? I know the Winter name is pretty well known, but like, do people know? Did they know that there used to be like a store? I feel like I don't know how well it was like advertised. You know, Good point, yeah, because it's That's out of true. the way. Yeah. If you see that, you'll say, "Oh, Winter Dairy, cool." Am I going to drive down past these houses? It's not, it's very unassuming. Yeah, I don't think I knew right. there was a store until I moved out to the west side and heard about yeah. it. So, 
See, interesting. That's, that's they should have been marketing their store. Yeah, and right. it's like off the street. It's not like right on the street. So mm-hmm. it's like it's yeah, away. it's down you, a ways. You have to and be there's going big trees. There. You can't see mm-hmm. anything. You're just you know going. Well, I could say that too. People are like, "Hey, let's go to the store." And you're driving down the street, like I'm in the wrong place, and <laughs> not no for sure. But if you if you start going down the lane, you can't turn around. So you'll find out eventually. Yeah. like you don't really have a choice <laughs> that's true they're like oh come down this way and be locked in you can't get out now i'm here hmm. <laughs> going going back to this do you that remember one good of the times things, at the winter dairy one of the things in my mind the most was the they had like cartoon cows and chickens. animals yes yeah. you remember that yes that's they had of, like a little i'm sure it wasn't very big but i remember it being big but like yeah, it was like painted on some type of wood or like something. Like a barn looking thing. It was thing. like a cow and like piglets and stuff. It was really cute. Yeah. Yeah. I and tried to look for that when I mind. drove over back in December, but I couldn't see it. So mm-hmm. probably taking it all out. So word to the wise. Yeah. Maybe don't drive down Winter Lane. You can, but make sure you have an exit strategy. If you're in the area. Well, yeah. the, it doesn't really right now make it clear that the store is not there anymore. Good so point, if you yeah. didn't know that it closed, you're probably driving down there going, what's mm. going on? The sign's still there. Yeah, the sign's still there. There's nothing on the market. Does it still, still say Winder store? Like, I'm pretty sure it does, yeah. It's the same sign know. that they've had forever. So. We'll, go, we'll go take a picture yeah, I should, I, next to it. but Yeah. I yeah, probably pretty that's easily true. Drive I by. wonder how long that sign will last if they'll keep it there as like a landmark of the what once was. Oh, I hope. Yeah, I do feel like, especially, yeah, in like West Valley, I feel like it's a pretty prevalent, you know, people know about it and loved winter dairies. So I hope they keep the sign at least, if not the yeah. ice cream. Well, the only yeah. other potential purchaser of that land right there if they want to get rid of it it's probably the cemetery right like who else yeah. wants to they're closing in yeah. from all sides like, <laughs> yeah so they're ready poised and ready to take it uh, be interesting but well and it's interesting too because i don't think they have several like big buildings back there where the store mm-hmm. used to be and i don't think any of them are functional anymore like i mean i don't know if they still have employees in that basement making calls but um like it the production and stuff hasn't happened there i think in a long time like it it definitely not when i was there and i think it'd been a long time before that like that they none of those buildings were really like being used so i don't know yeah. interesting but they're cool they're historic like they're old brick and stuff so i would hope that they don't get torn down at least keep them for the purpose of you know memories or whatever but i will say i wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for ned winder Who's the guy who married my parents, actually? So, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's my little tie to the Winder family. I do know, like, one other point. I do know that some people got the delivery service of the Winder Dairy milk because of like their kids having either an allergy to like the other milks. Like, oh. it was more because hmm. it's locally sourced. Lo- yeah, or I think it was a little less processed than okay because it was locally. I don't know, but. Hmm. I feel like people people bought it because of that. I feel like so. Before, like the almond milk trend hit, they were like, "Let's find." Yeah, yeah. How how are (laughs) maybe that's what took them all down? Was like the nut milks. That's what brought Winter Dairy out of business. Yeah, Yeah. nut milks. Like people love all these. There's nut milks. There's 
There's oat milks. Oat milks. There's, there's like kinds. a bean milk, I think. Do you know rice that, milk? Do you know that bees? There's a certain bee that can make milk. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, there's a certain bee that can make milk. It's called a booby. How do they milk it? <laughs> I didn't need to ask because I knew where like, you're going. You can't laugh, Brandon. Before <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like two swear words now in this episode. We're going for explicit. It's not a swear word. Well, basically, you're gonna, you're gonna have to put on the like the heading of this episode the little e. Oh like, no, explicit. the dreaded e. Yeah. Actually, maybe we need the e. Maybe that'll make us more marketable. People are like, oh, <laughs> it's a bad boy podcast. <laughs> But do you know how the Russians get their milk? How? From Moscow's. <laughs> okay, I'm done with my jokes. It's, getting, it's you know it's getting late when I'm laughing at all these jokes. Because <laughs> you just like, it usually oh, rolls his eyes. Nate, that's dumb. Well, Jessica, thanks for indulging us and being on our Winter Dairy trip down memory lane. It's been a pleasure. Of course. Thank you for taking me down Winter Lane with you. It's been fun. Yes. Winter Lane. A, a walk down Winter Lane. <laughs> and for some reason, I want a cheese stick right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe she still has some. Just <laughs> <laughs> it lasts a couple years. So, you know. They're, well, maybe not years. They, they've got a pretty decent shelf life. So. Yeah, the shelf life's not bad. <laughs> I was going to ask if maybe she did end up returning the cheese sticks. They should have just sent them down to your basement. I'm sure ah, the true. 10 or 14 people y'all could have got rid of it. It would have made me feel better, I think, if I had some cheese to mourn my <laughs> the bullying I suffered. Yeah. But my only suggestion I'd- would be going back to the vending machine. If they're not going to have the store, then let's do these vending machines throughout no, the city. No, seriously. I think that would be genius. And like, you know good margins you don't have a lot of overhead with that like yeah i mean red box is on its way out anyways let's just replace replace red Buy box up the red with, boxes with winter dairy i forgot the best part about the vending machine is that whatever you put in like say you put in a 20 dollar bill or five dollar bill your change would always be in dollar coins oh yeah ah, and i love the sacagaweas that yeah mm-hmm. sacagaweas yeah i love that so yeah bring back awesome. the they're probably a little more expensive any machines because you got to keep them pretty cool. cold. Like probably but those are available. Yeah, but do you think it's still at your? What, did you say it was at your high school or your junior high? My junior high. I wonder if it's still there. I feel like I went back looking for it because I wanted another cookie, but it was not there. Benyon. Yep. Mm. I'll have to check next time I go. Yeah, it was over by the in the cafeteria. And there's like this little box section by the gym and it was right there okay it's like all where all the drinks were i'll but ask my son let's rally to bring back the the milk vending machines with the cookies but if they decide to do that we want our percentage for the idea <laughs> since we brought the idea back yeah yeah this is our yeah. idea since we reminded them <laughs> so and the vending machine can have boxes of cheese sticks or cheese <laughs> <laughs> cheese sticks and just make sure 70 bucks you cheese select stick. the correct unit <laughs> if you want uh, unit of cheese sticks 10 cheese sticks not 10 boxes of cheese sticks <laughs> yeah that that story alone is worth the episode right there <laughs> so. well jessica thanks again 
for being on our yes. for, for standing our podcast and being on today. It's been a, a real a real pleasure. Yeah, thanks for oh. so is she one of our 10 listeners then? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I am. I was hoping you know, yeah, I love your guys' podcast. Like I said, I told these guys before we started recording, I like listening while I'm painting my house because it's easy listening. I don't have to think too hard about it. When I need a break from my murder podcast, you guys are what I go to because it's light, it's fun. I like the banter. So thank you. A loyal listener. Thank you for listening to This Is a Place podcast. See you next week.